oh, oh, I'm sorry if you're bored with your miracle. Uh, it seems like it's an impossible combination. Like you gotta want it, but not want to be available. And no, I'm busy. He's the one, but that's a deal breaker. It's like the odds of falling in love with the right person at the right time seem to be about the odds of being discovered in Hollywood. Wait a minute. I asked a similarly question for many, uh, for a desperate question for many years now, which was, uh, I used to ask it, which was, how do, how do you make it in show business? Do you move to San Diego and disguise yourself as a bush? <laughs> now, what do famous people always say? They always say, um, well, do you, en do you enjoy doing it? That's all there is. You just, you just keep doing it. You just keep doing it. You get better and better. Pretty soon you look at, oh my gosh, I've been doing this a long time. You get to do it. It's a privilege. And, um, you know, there's no guarantees. But the great thing is that, you know, you can just, you just keep doing it. And, and good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Which is profoundly true. Is that what a relationship is? Is it just showing up? I didn't realize I'd have the ambiguity and doubt as much, or at least as much as there is in a job. Because people always say when she'd been doing it for a long time, oh, I guess, yeah, I bet you always wanted to be, you know, whatever it is, a comedian. <laughs> I did not want to do this show tonight. <laughs> And that means my and my, me and my boo-boo, me and my pickle, my chicken leg, we've got a chance. Because we've had our high times, you know? Oh, God, we're so good at kissing. Our kissing should be on TV. Oh. <laughs> then you get into the craftsmanship stage, and that's when I get a poor attitude, you know? Like in this job where I say, oh, I want to be a comic, but I don't want to have to go to a sports bar, you know, where the Raisin brand Bowl is playing and nobody's listening. <laughs> Well, Princess Daffodil, that would be the whole fucking thing. So why don't you learn to enunciate above nine television sets? Make some friends. <laughs> and if you're lucky in life, you get to have those dark times. The relationship equivalent of two weeks in Laughlin, Nevada, bombing three shows a night for hundreds of silent, angry jet skiers. <laughs> laughing and crying, thinking, this is not at all what I wanted. <laughs> but there is one strawberry toaster pastry left in that hallway of a vending machine, and you make it through another show. And that way you get to nights like tonight, where it all seems like it was meant to be. <laughs> um, happy anniversary uh, to beloved show business audience of 20 years and uh, to my husband of uh, 10 months. I love you far more deeply than the day we first met and the fact that we all still have the free will to abandon each other at any given moment. Oh. Makes it all the more compelling. For my daughter's bat mitzvah in lieu of trees being planted in Israel, she asked me if people would all get together and buy her a Japanese toilet. <laughs> I said, honey, I don't know if I can work that. I really don't. 
She is such a card, that kid. Oh, the bat mitzvah. That finally happened in June. The months and months and years that went into preparation. First of all, my own spiritual path, which led to me having a child to begin with. Who would have ever dreamed in the 12th hour I would give birth? Not I. I'm not reading this, I'm actually saying this. Although one would imagine that I was reading it. <clears throat> anyway, you know, of course, for years and years, I went to the Kabbalah Center. I studied Kabbalah. Whatever the fuck that means, I don't know. Um, no, I got a lot out of it at first. And then it suddenly just went, went all wrong, you know. It was but when my girlfriend, who I mentioned, Sarah, first got involved with us, she was like, we, so much was going on.